Uh, you know who it is. It's the Grizz. Let's go. podcast is rated MA for mature audiences, so you better get your kids out of the room. Better get your mommy out of the room. Get your grandma out of the room. Because it's about to get wild. You need to turn me up, man. Turn me up! I'm going John Wick on the enemy like they just killed my dog. That's right. Today is Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023. And man, I'm coming off a difficult three weeks. I've been down in a dark pit of pain and suffering again. But every time I'm there, I learn some valuable things about God, about myself, about life, and about who and what we need to be as Christian men. And man, I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give you a fresh shot of some manly motivation that I gave myself. This is all coming from my personal journal. What I wrote to myself when I was in the pit. Yeah. (laughs) Going John Wick. You shouldn't have messed with my dog, man. You should have just left my dog alone. You know what I'm saying. Should have left my dog alone. So good. Oh. Yeah. Uh, let's do it. Let's rip into the meat. Here we go. You never know what you're going to get with the Grizz. That's the beauty of it. I mean, you know what you're going to get, but you never know how you're going to get it. <laughs> Oh, man. My brothers, thanks so much for tuning in, dude. I'm so grateful for you guys. As I said, I'm coming off a difficult three weeks. I've been down in a dark pit of pain and suffering again. And 
Every time I'm there, I learn some valuable things about God, about myself, about life, about who we need to be as Christian men and what we need to be doing. And so I'm just serving up for you exactly what I was writing in my journal and giving to myself over the last couple weeks. And this is how it goes. Stop your excuses. Stop your excuses. Stop your lame self-pity excuses and get after it. I'm so sick of excuses. My excuses, your excuses. Shut up, get up, start training, and go impact this jacked up world. That's your purpose. That's your calling. That's your mission. Today, right now, just get up and do something. Make yourself better physically, mentally, and spiritually. Do something. Do something. Do something. Always do something to refine, sharpen, strengthen, grow, and impact. That's who you are. That's what you do. You don't sit around feeling sorry for yourself. You don't waste the precious time that God has given you. You don't waste your pain and your suffering. I've learned that pain and suffering are actually a gift from God. You got to use it for good. Time is running out, my brothers. The sand in the hourglass is falling quickly. You know, you can't get time back. And apart from your salvation in Christ, time is the most valuable gift you have. So stop wasting it. And stop whining about all of your pain and suffering. Use your time wisely. Use your pain and suffering wisely. Make yourself into a better man, body, mind, and spirit. Because God cares about all three of those. All of those matter to God, and they should matter to you. You know, you don't have to beat anybody else, but you do have to beat you. You are your greatest enemy, your sinful flesh that lives in you. Romans chapter 7, you know what I'm talking about. Beat that guy. Do a Paul, 1 Corinthians 9, 27. Discipline your body and make it your slave. Bring your body under subjection. Do it right here, right now, today. Do that. Don't wait. Don't put it off. Don't say tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. All you have is today, right here, right now. And you do something with it. You do a Paul, 1 Timothy 4, 7. You discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness, for the purpose of becoming more like Christ, your Lord. And what does that mean? Discipline yourself or exercise yourself or train yourself. It means put in strenuous self-sacrificing effort, work, constant toiling and striving to make yourself into a better man, body, mind, and spirit. 
There is nothing easy or passive about this. It doesn't feel good. And I know that the grind can get monotonous. But you do it. And you keep doing it. Because it's who you are. It's what you do. You stop coasting. You stop being passive. You stop being a spectator in life. You be intentional. You have to have a vision. And then you formulate a plan. And then you execute on the plan. You know, a man without a plan is a man who's planning to fail. Vision and goals and New Year's resolutions, they're just a great start. But if there's no plan to achieve your vision and goals, then it's all a big pile of nothing. That man goes nowhere. He's just a dreamer. Get your plan together. The execution of your plan will mean developing specific habits. Habits are the lifeblood of success, of victory. What are your habits that will execute the plan, that will achieve your vision and goals? What are they? Figure it out and get after it. You got to stop waiting for motivation. Listen to me. Motivation comes with momentum. Get moving. Start doing something and motivation will grow. Motivation comes with momentum. So have a vision, have goals, but then have a plan. Have habits and then take action. You know, I'm convinced that the devil doesn't care about your vision or goals or New Year's resolutions. None of that worries him one bit. He yawns and laughs at that. What worries him is when a Christian man with a specific plan develops specific habits that will accomplish that plan. He fears a Christian man with self-discipline who takes action and executes day after day after day after day, whether he feels it or not. We live in a culture where comfort is God. My brothers, you must remember, comfort is not your God. Comfort is your enemy. Stop bowing to comfort. Comfort kills. Comfort makes you soft. It makes you flabby. It makes you foolish. It makes you vulnerable physically, mentally, and spiritually. You got to push yourself to be comfortable being uncomfortable. When it hurts, good. Real men do uncomfortable things repeatedly, day after day after day. Do we need moments of comfort? Yes, of course. But you have to earn them. You have to earn them. We don't live there. We merely visit to rest, refresh, and reload. Then we get at it again. 
It's who we are. It's what we do. You know, today you just have to be a little better than you were yesterday. Be better than you were yesterday. And be consistent. Just keep at it. Keep chopping at that tree until it falls. It will fall if you keep chopping at it. Keep climbing up that mountain, one foot in front of the other, until you reach the glorious summit. Are there going to be slips? Are there going to be falls, setbacks, wounds? Yes, yes, and yes. So what? It happens to all of us. Get up. Get better. Learn from it. Failure isn't final unless you quit. And we never quit. We never, ever, 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 ever quit. And don't isolate yourself. Never climb alone. Never fight alone. You need to be in some sort of tribe of brothers from other mothers. The Christian life is not a solo project. Sanctification is not a solo project. Health and fitness is not a solo project. Victory, success is never a solo project. It's about team. It's about tribe. It's about connection, community. It's about, I got your back, you got mine. It's about, never leave a man behind. Surround yourself with the right people. Listen to them. Learn from them. Iron sharpens iron. Let me tell you something. Write this down. You're going to be the exact same person in five years that you are today, or you might be worse than you are today. Unless you change three things. The company you keep, the books you read, and the good, healthy habits you create. That's how we transform. Bottom line. The company you keep, the books you read, and the good, healthy habits you create. So let me ask you, what company are you keeping? What books are you reading or listening to? What good, healthy habits are you creating and then maintaining? Yes, this takes effort. It takes work. It takes discipline. It takes sacrifice. But listen to me, my brothers. Either you're going to suffer the pain of discipline or you're going to suffer the pain of regret. Which pain do you want? It's one or the other. The choice is yours. I can tell you from firsthand experience, the pain of regret is much more worse than the pain of discipline. You know what we're doing here? 
This is not a game. This is not a dress rehearsal. This Christian life, this is all out spiritual war. Ephesians 6.12, for we battle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual forces of darkness in the unseen realm. You better wake up to that. You better start waking up to what's really going on. Stop living within the matrix. The enemy has been deceiving you for far too long and trying to take you out. You got to wake up. You got to stand. You got to face the enemy. You put your armor on and you fight the good fight of faith till the day you die. Death and eternity are right around the corner. They're so close, closer than you realize. And I can't say it enough. Stop wasting the fleeting time that you have left down here on earth. Get up and get after it, my brothers. Make yourself a better man. Body, mind, spirit. This is not just for you. This is for your marriage, for your family, for your kids, for your future grandkids and their kids. For your friends, for your community, for your church, for this jacked up world. Stop all of your self-pity, lame excuses. You had a rough childhood. Me too. Someone abused you. Me too. You didn't have good parents. Neither did I. You didn't have a parent around. Neither did I. You have some sort of horrible physical or mental issue that makes life harder for you than normal people. Same. Oh, some church or some pastor or ministry let you down. I get it. Stop being a victim. Lose every single drop of your victim mentality. Grieve the wound. Then heal the wound. You'll still live with a scar. Good. Use it for good. Self-pity destroys more lives than cancer. You have to cultivate a victor mindset. You have to cultivate it in you. I'm constantly telling myself positive biblical truths. I'm just constantly talking to myself. 
I'm a new creation in Christ. I will overcome. God will work all things, including my pain and suffering, together for good as I love and trust him. What they meant for evil against me, God meant it for good. He will use it for good when I give it over to him. My pain has a purpose. God will never leave me nor forsake me. Nothing will ever separate me from his love. You say, oh, that's so easy for you to say, Grizz. I just don't feel that way. I just don't feel it. Shut up about your feelings. I'm serious. Shut up about your feelings. Stop allowing your feelings to be your rudder, your God, your dictator. Real faith is not a feeling. Real faith is what you do whether you feel it or not. Real faith is a decision that you make to trust and obey God's word regardless of how you feel. Oh, God doesn't feel near. I feel like God's far away. I feel like God's not real. I feel like God's forsaken me. Real faith is a decision to trust and obey God's word regardless of how you feel. And you have to remember, man, have I learned this. It is always darkest just before dawn. So don't give up. You keep pressing on. You speak the truth to yourself. And you keep speaking the truth to yourself again and again and again. Every single day, all throughout your day. Then do what you know you need to do regardless of how you feel. The motivation is going to come with the momentum. Move. Take action. I know that the storms of life are going to come. But remember, they come to test you, to refine you to make you stronger, wiser, better, godlier. The thing you need to be concerned about is not the storms. You need to be concerned about your foundation. What is your foundation? Your foundation better be on the rock. That means your foundation is Christ, is the word of God, the Bible. Your foundation is your obedience to the Bible. That's obedience to Christ. You can't choose what all happens to you. Life just happens. 
but you can always choose how you respond to what happens to you. You choose your response. Every single day you are choosing your response. So am I. Many times it comes down to fear or faith. Self-pity or consider it all joy because you know what the testing of your faith will produce. The choice is yours. You want to know something I've learned from all of my years of reading, reading so many biographies of great men and great women. Write this down. Great men have hard lives. Great men have hard lives. You can't have the first without the last. Great men have hard lives. God is trying to make you into a great man who lives a life that pleases him and impacts this jacked up world for good. Great men have wounds, scars, often walk with a limp, and they fight with a huge six-inch thorn stuck in their flesh. You show me that guy, (laughs) and I'll show you a dangerous man to the kingdom of darkness. The devil and his demons know that man's name. They fear that man. And the Lord in heaven smiles upon that man. A.W. Tozer said, God never uses a man greatly until he's allowed him to hurt deeply. God never uses a man greatly until he's allowed him to hurt deeply. Charles Spurgeon said, God gets his best soldiers out of the highlands of affliction. (laughs) That's so good. God gets his best soldiers out of the highlands of affliction. He takes them through hell week. Sometimes it's hell month, hell year, hell decade. Stop being a whiny little bitch. Wake up. Rise up. Become better. Fight the fight. Get the sin out of your life. Make war on your sin. You're so worked out about the sin of our country, of our society, of our culture. Get worked up about your sin. Make war on your sin. Do whatever it takes to become a godly man your pain, your suffering, your challenges, 
your disabilities, your struggles, your six-inch thorn in your flesh. I'm learning. It's all a blessing in disguise, my brothers. You got to peel back the layers and look deeper at how God is trying to use it in your life to transform you and to use you to bless others who are going through similar trials. That's how it works. He makes you into the best counselor, comforter, coach, motivator, pastor, leader. You know why? Because you've been there. You know what it feels like. You know the darkness. You know the despair. You know the agony. Stop your whining. Stop your lame self-pity excuses. Remember, this life here on earth is the only hell you'll ever know. Isn't that good news? Then why so down, Christian? Why so discouraged, Christian? Why so in despair, Christian? If this life here on earth is the only hell you will ever know. If that's true for you, Christian, and it is because God says it is, then you get up. (laughs) You get up and you smile at it. You get up and you say, good morning, greetings, hell. You have no hold on me. I'm just passing through. You welcome it. You tell it to bring it full send. Let's go. You got to tell it, I will never surrender. I will never quit. I won't stop fighting the good fight. For me to live in this hell is Christ. And to die is gain. Kill me if you will. My life will only get gloriously better. Because to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And Psalm 1611 makes it clear that if I'm present with the Lord, there's fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore. My life will only get gloriously better if I physically die. Same with you as a believer in Christ. I know who holds me, and I know who holds my future. My future in heaven is secure. Not because of my own righteousness, 
or morality or good deeds, but because of the shed blood, the atoning shed blood of God's only begotten Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who physically died on the cross and physically rose from the dead on the third day. It is grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. That is why my future and your future, brother in Christ, in heaven is secure. Sometimes life here on earth, it's going to suck, my brothers. I just went through it again, three weeks. Sometimes life is going to suck. I get it. I live that. Choose to view the suck as your friend. Choose the, to view the suck as a gift from God who is determined to grow you and use you in mighty ways that you'd never be used if your life was easy, comfortable, and pain-free. Don't just embrace the suck, as some say. Nah, we can do better than that. Consider the suck all joy. (laughs) That's my paraphrase of James chapter 1. Consider the suck all joy, because you know the suck will produce Christ-likeness in you and eternal impact through you. If you will, be patient, persevere, trust and obey God through it. Stop your excuses. Stop your lame, self-pity excuses. And get after it, my brothers. Honor God. Live manly. That's who we are. That's what we do. I'm out. If you enjoy this podcast, leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen. Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever. That helps us out.
Also, if this podcast is a blessing to you, don't just be a consumer, be a contributor. Get back to our nonprofit ministry for as little as 10 or $20 a month. Man, that would be a blessing to help us keep doing what we're doing. Keep putting it out there every single week. You can do that by going to our website, narrowtrail.com. Click on our give page. It's easy to set that up with a credit or debit card or your bank account. It's safe. It's secure. It's easy. You can cancel at any time, man. Appreciate it. If you're tired of falling to pornography and other sexual sins that are holding you back from becoming the man that God wants you to be, you're ready to admit that you need some help, then man, you need to check out our climb teams. Go to our website, narrowtrail.com, click on the page for climb teams. We meet online every single week, dude. It's powerful. A group of Christian brothers from other mothers going to start climbing with you, helping you overcome and achieve and be victorious. Stop climbing alone. It doesn't work. If it works, you would have already succeeded by now. There's no shame, embarrassment, and just admitting, I got issues and I need some help. Dude, that's all of us. Climb teams. You need to check it out. Narrowtrail.com. Click on the page, Climb Teams. We have four Climb Team meetings per week. Got to find the day, the time that works for you. My brothers, get in there. It's worth it. Men are changing. Men are growing. Men are transforming. Men are rising up and being used of God in ways that they just weren't before. Also, you need to protect your phone and your devices, your computers. Get some good internet accountability software. I'm talking about Covenant Eyes. Covenant Eyes. Go sign up for that. And that's one subscription per month that, dude, you need. Get it on your kids' devices, your teens' devices. When you're signing up and you get to check out, I want you to use the promo code GRIZZIN, GRIZZIN, G-R-I-Z-Z-I-N, I-N, GRIZZIN. They're going to give you your first month completely free, and the Grizz is going to get a little kickback from Covenant Eyes. Yeah, do it for the Grizz too. (laughs) Appreciate it.